this is everything I've ever dreamed about. Welcome to episode number 33 of The Thrash Report. This is your weekly music commentary podcast where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. I'm Chris, and joining me every week, my co-host, Jim Osborne. Hey, Jim, what's going on, man? Not much, Chris. Good to see you. Good to hear you. I'm going to jump right into it. We have a very special guest. So uh, he doesn't really need an introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. So uh, I'd like to introduce the master of disaster, the king of sting, the dancing destroyer, the prince of punch, and the count of Monte Fisto. Oh, shit. Ah, classic Jose fashion. I grabbed the wrong papers. Hold on. Ah, here we go. Let's start over. Nice. Here we got the Mosh Taco Daddy, the Metal Cheer Dad, the Metal Nerd, Satanic Hispanic, the Metal Ambassador, Jose Mangan. Yeah, up, Jose? yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to say Talica loves you, Jim and Chris. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Feels good to be on here, man. I'm glad. I know you guys uh, have been doing this for a little bit now and it's uh nice to be a part of the show man so thanks chris and jim for inviting me thank you so much you bet man thanks for coming on we appreciate on it very now, much man. taking time Any... away from your family and stuff so any excuse no dude they don't they don't care about me man they're, they're, <laughs> you know they're, when just when they need shit you know hey dad i need this shelf hung up or you know hey take the trash out you know that's when they need me man <laughs> and i'm guessing they're not wood shelves they're all metal shelves we need to oh, wood in this house just metal no. There's wood, there's wood, but there's always metal bracing that wood. You know what I'm saying? Like there always has to be the the yin and the yang. You know what I'm saying? The wood and the metal. We always have to have it everywhere, man. So I wanted to start obviously by giving you a big thank you for coming on. But even more than that, this podcast would not exist without you. And we've told this on a, probably our first episode or something of how Chris and I got to know each other. And that was you had given me or you reached out to Joey Belladonna when Anthrax came through the Twin Cities and you had him put me on a guest list. So my wife, Mary and I went and while we were waiting in line, we started talking to the dude behind us and that was Mr. Chris Luger. Yeah. So thanks to you, Chris and I know each other. And then uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I love that. Half later, we started this out. <laughs> that's a really cool yeah. story. And Anthrax is a great unifying band for uh, the three of us and they were my very first concert that I saw when I was a kid when they opened up for Iron Maiden on the No Prayer for the Dying <laughs> tour. Uh, I have an anthrax tattoo on the back of my right leg uh, that I got in front of Frankie and Charlie while hosting the Headbangers Ball uh, on my stomach. Uh, and they made fun of me the entire time because I was doing one of these things like so, you know, like it was just weird because I was on my stomach getting my legs tattooed on my back and they were they wouldn't even answer questions they just kept making fun of me and in the position that i was in but yeah anthrax is one of my all-time favorite bands and i just heard joey belladonna uh in the car introducing on liquid metal dio don't talk to strangers and oh. i know how much he loves yeah. ronnie and yep. it was just cool to hear joey i can actually remember seeing his face doing that intro and how much he was smiling and getting so excited about talking about ronnie and uh, yeah, so i big, big, big fan of Anthrax and Ronnie. So I'm glad that uh, the Thrax brought you two together. That's so cool. Good Ab story. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we became, uh, yeah. he was, uh, Jim became my my concert buddy. We went to another, uh, you know, another few shows. And then obviously when the pandemic hit, 
we started up this uh, this podcast. So, and having a concert buddy is super important, and it helps uh, going to shows by yourself. I mean, that's cool. It's not the same thing right. than going with at least with one friend, one dude that'll go with you, man. Like your ride or die. Sometimes it's just like, hey, you know, you want to go to a show tonight? Yeah, let's do it, man. So that's the kind of friend you need. So I'm glad that you guys are doing that. It's really good. Yeah. And you even touched when you're talking about Anthrax, you touched on something we were going to ask you about. You talk all the time. Your first show was Anthrax Iron Maiden. And that was also Chris's first show. That's right. Very first show. Was it the same tour? Same tour. Yep. Yeah. No, no prayer. Yeah. No, no prayer. No prayer around the road tour. Um, so it was here in Minneapolis. Yeah. As a 16 year old kid, that was my very first real show. And I remember the very first thing when, when, you know, Anthrax took the stage and they started uh, the song time, just hearing that bass drum, feeling the bass drum <laughs> in my bones. Um, something I'll never forget. Wow. That was, was that the first song on their set on that tour, man? Yeah. I don't know. If, I, I can't remember shit like that, yeah. man. Like that I was, wish I could. It was, know, oh, trust me. A, a lot of the memories are all just mush, but that one I do remember. Yeah. It was great. <sighs> That's a good one, man. Oh, I love that album. P.O.T. is my favorite uh, album from yep. Anthrax. That one or Worship Music, the, the oh, big yeah. comeback with Joey. I mean, those two albums. Of yeah. course, the, you know, Among the Living. Um, but man, The Persistence of Time, that album. The Intro to Reality, Belly of the oh, Beast. So Come good. on now, so get good. out of so here. Good. In My World when it was on uh, Married With World. Children. <laughs> yep. Remember that episode? Oh, dude, I was so excited. <laughs> To see Anthrax on with Christina Applegate yep. and, you know, the cast and stuff. I could not believe it, man. That was the shit that blew my mind as a little dude. And it just made me even yeah. more of a fan of metal. And when it crossed over into the mainstream and how good that felt then for yeah. that to happen. And it feels good for stuff to continue to happen now, you know, when metal <laughs> infiltrates the mainstream. It's really cool. That's awesome. Very cool. I just saw something like that the other day. The show was Superstore. You ever seen that? Superstore? I don't think so. No, but what would happen? It takes it takes place in kind of like a Walmart type store. And there's one episode where it starts. So everybody's standing around pissed off. And then you find out that it's closing time, but there's one asshole who just won't leave. And they're trying all this different stuff. And then the dude at the PA says, hold on, I got this. And then he hits play on his phone and it's... Ooh, Sepultura? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so great. Remember in... What's that racing movie with Will Ferrell? Talladega Nights? Yes. Remember, dude, they had Desperate Cry. When he's racing around, remember? It's Desperate Cry. Yep. I was fucking flipping out. Or how about the time in a uh, recent movie, It, when oh, yeah. the uh, when Anthrax, oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> the, uh, um, Anthrax song, uh, stayed before, uh, no, Antisocial. Antisocial. Yep. So, yeah, Antisocial came on, dude. I stood up in the theater I and I started, I started going, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, Anthrax. <laughs> and then my kids on one side, my, do- my wife was pulling my shirt down, like sit down. Oh, and on dude. the other side, my other daughter, my daughter was, uh, was pulling me down. They were both pulling me down and I was standing up in the theater when That's that came awesome. on, dude. That's I awesome. I love that part because it was so loud yep. in the theater and that song just so that that just yep. dude, the- that's the kind of stuff that will just make me float for days to have shit like that happen. Yep. and it's also it's also you all float. You, you, 
Right. And yes, it's also, there you, go. you can be the coolest dude. Your kids are still embarrassed by you, right? <laughs> no, they, they don't give a shit about me. Yeah, no, dude. They're, they make fun of me all the time. They, um, they don't care. I'll come and say something. They'll be like, Shh, whatever. And I'll be like, man, you know, but it's good. It's good. I, I, I love it, man. It's nice to have all these hard chicks around. It's cool. That's awesome. I was going to say that uh, you have actually met Chris before. I was going to say, I, you, you probably Chris. don't remember me because oh. we were on the mega cruise together. Oh, dude, you look familiar. <laughs> yes, dude. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so we ran into, we bumped into each other, you know, several times, the elevator, whatever, right? It was, we were everywhere. Um, and I, I've, I've told Jim that it was one of the best experiences we ever had. I can't wait for the next one. If there is another one, I'm, I'm definitely going to be there. Yeah, I remember also I was there. I was standing right there when – so remember Dylan, remember DT, for that he won the, the the shredding contest on the cruise ship. Yes. Um, how, old, how old was he again? He was like 15 or something, right? I think he was, yeah. I think he was 13. 13? Oh, wow. Yeah. You're right, Jim. I, yeah. I, it was something – It was crazy. I don't think he was old. I think 13 sounds about right. Yeah, and it was crazy, but I was standing yeah, right he's, there. He's 15 now. And uh, you you had him, like, you were helping him out of the pit while he was nursing a bloody nose. <laughs> I remember that. I was like, oh, that was that was that must have been a great pit. It was brutal, man. Man, there was uh, another kid, uh, Chris, on the mega cruise that his parents came up and asked me to take him into his first mosh pit oh wow and they said that it would be an honor if you took and i think he was a 13 year old as well wow uh, and i would be an honor and i looked at them and i was like oh my god i've never got that request in my life <laughs> and when these two when this mom and dad they were so cool that's awesome they came up and asked me it just do my heart like i was like oh my god where is he and i was like come on dude and it was during Testament. Yeah. And uh, and we went in and he and he went around a few times and stuff and and, and then he, and then he and then he got back in. But that was pretty cool to be a part of his first ever mosh pit. And his parents asked me, man. So yeah, that's that great. kind of stuff, man. The Mega Cruise that was such a great experience, man. Uh, I've never been on a more or been a part of a more metal event ever than the Mega Cruise. That was the most enriching metal experience of my life dude uh i've been on the motorboat cruise which was you know really cool but i think the make cruise was just um i don't know it was it was just more of a family vibe we were oh, all yeah. really tight and and it was a really great bunch and i remember in the beginning just meeting people from all over the world and i remember them saying to like themselves and i can hear them like talking or who who is that guy like why do people <laughs> keep talking to him like you know because they don't know who the fuck i am and and they're like why who is this guy and then i would hear them and i would laugh and then at the towards the end you know everybody was just like people from all parts of the world i didn't know who in the fuck you are but i fucking love you man I know. Fuck, dude and everybody was so cool and loving and that's man yeah and it was cool i took my one of my best friends from arizona growing up my metal comrade andrew and i uh and it was cool to have him there because i never was able to take him to like an experience something like that and uh i was like hey dude you're gonna be my plus one come on you that's know? awesome and uh and he came and i thought that that made it more special i think too for me personally sure uh but just being there and, and just um 
a lot of love on, on that on that cruise, man. And so, you know, I did get sick. Maybe it was like pre-COVID. Oh, really? Uh, when I got back, dude, <laughs> I was fucking sick. Oh, wow. So, but it, that, such is the case, man. You know, a lot of times when you go out to festivals, I would come back like after three weekends in a row, after the last one in sure. Ohio, I'd come back and I would I mean, sometimes get sick just from being around people, smoking weed with all these different strangers, drinking with people, sharing uh, tequila bottles with people. And then I'm coming back to home and I'm like, oh, I wonder why I'm sick. You know <laughs> Drinking so, out of somebody's boot. Yeah. Oh, well, that was my own shoe and that was in Australia. So that was different. But uh, this yeah, is your man, own so, shoe. Yeah, it was my own shoe. But yeah, but the Mega Cruise, man, I can't wait to do that again. And um, we'll, we'll do it again because I, I love... One of these days, Chris and Jim, I would love to be able to, to have my own cruise where cool. I can sort of, you yeah. know, call the shots and, and set up all the cool things and, and, and do what I need to uh, to make it the ultimate metal experience. I think there's other things that we could do to add to that to make it even cooler. But it's cool to be a part of that. And, and so uh, behind the scenes with it as well I was doing PA announcements. Yep. Uh, Chris, you know, they were, I did oh. those a few times a day. That was a lot. When of the when the uh, when um, when John five was 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 too loud and the cops got called and they were going to like arrest the captain. Remember this? Like, I mean, there was, yeah. there was just so much. It was like you said, though, it was just such a, a great time. Everyone. Everyone was so cool. Like I, you know, it was. Where else could I hang out and have a cappuccino with Bobby Blitz and have ice cream with Joey Belladonna? I mean, it was it was such a great time. Yeah, yeah it was, and everybody was so accessible. And yeah, I mean, Mike Muir and uh, all the Testament boys and Death Angel boys and man, that's that's the uh, Lamb of God showing up a, a, a couple of days into it, man. Yeah, yep. man, that's 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 the stuff that I live for, man. I can't wait to do that again. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was really good seeing you there. Um, it was awesome having you, you know, MC a bunch of the events and do a bunch of stuff, doing the announcements. I know one time I did bump into you the very first time I introduced myself and said, Hey, Jim Osborne says hi, but I didn't know. Oh, if... yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know what, what stage that was at, but I, I no, know but I... I remember, I remember you coming up and saying that. Cause I was like, Whoa, some dude knows Jim. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Three it's people a, it's now. Three it's people. a small world, man. <laughs> three, 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 man. Come on. I also want to say what a great host you are in person, too. I know when I came and visited you in the studio with Mary, just how inviting you were and welcoming. Just That was an awesome experience. I could have stayed there all day, but uh, I think you probably would have let us, too. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, dude, I'm, I'm so grateful to have this position, man, to talk about metal, you know, and play metal every day. And that's my life. And um, I'm very, you know, humbled by that. So to be able to share the experience with others and, and, and to share that love and, and to be just sort of a, an open channeler of being a big fan and trying to represent that in a good way, in a positive way with the fans, with the bands. So, so when I get a chance to have you in our studios, yeah, I mean, I'm like, dude, hang out. I mean, that's what I miss about having events, you know, talk of metal parties was right. just having people come to, together. We had people come from all over the country when we had these concerts with Ginger, you know, or Alien Weaponry or Of Mice and Men or when Jonathan Davis or Stone Sour played. I mean, people came in from all over the place and we were all partying, eating tacos, drinking spicy margaritas. I mean, I miss <laughs> doing that. So I can't wait to to open it up again. And, and you know, I, I you know, I just want to be good. 
And I think, you know, like what they said in Cobra Kai, man, if you keep being good, good will come back to you. You know what I'm saying? That's some Mr. Miyagi shit. There you man. go. So <laughs> that, that's, that sounds like a great segue to, uh, to Cobra Kai. It's definitely one of the, the more metal shows that are on right now, man. It's... Oh my God, for sure. <laughs> it's one of, it's the hands down the most metal show. When you get D Snyder to do, to do a right? countdown on social media <laughs> I know. for how many days to the season three started, I yep. mean, no, you win. Like there's nobody that can beat that. Uh, the music, D. Snyder being on uh, an episode, yep. uh, just every episode, and I see uh, Metallica shirts, and just it's very rock and roll. And I, I saw that on Twitter they were releasing uh, playlists from the actors, and um, yep. uh, Johnny's son in the show, I forgot his name, but that actor is, is a big metalhead. Yeah, Robbie. Robbie loves, dude, he, uh, two of his picks were Pantera. So I was like, what? Yep. And then um, Daniel's daughter, uh, Mary, I believe is her name mm -hmm. in real life. Mary uh, Mauser. Mary, okay. it, yeah, she picked out like Bring Me the Horizon and uh, I Prevail, I think it was, and a few other like metalcore bands like that. And I'm like, oh man, she's awesome. So there are, <laughs> I mean, besides the classic rock and metal element, they're, they're getting into the more modern stuff too. So that's, I love it, man. I, I'm a big fan. The whole family loves it. It's one of our favorite shows. Have you had any luck trying to get the people to come on Liquid Metal? I haven't even tried, dude. Uh, I mean, I, right. I know I can, and and I, I just, uh, I, you know, I just, I want to. I just haven't yet because <laughs> uh, I want yeah. to try to get uh, William and to come on Octane. But now that I know Mary and that dude Robbie, I'm an actor dude, I know that they're big metalheads. I'd like to get them on, but they're. I still like to get William, like uh, Johnny, on just to have him on. It's like, oh. well, we're actually starting maybe to do something cool on Octane where there's a more um, regular live show where I can have different guests that aren't just uh, music guests, but have like actors and athletes and stuff. So that's cool. Uh, they would be a they'd be a perfect uh, thing for that. So uh, maybe we'll maybe sure. we'll wait to that because it's there. It's still a hot show. It's not like I'm missing any time. But if I don't, oh, I don't want to wait too long. Uh, but you know. Uh, they might be done promoting season three, but I don't think so. I think they're still raking in the numbers and people are watching it. So it'd be a good time to, to do it maybe in the next like week or so. I think we must talk about Into the Trivia Pit. Oh, yes. Know. Let's, do, of course. Dude, what, what do we want to talk about? I love the show. <laughs> the only game show where it pays to know your metal for first months. <laughs> Man, you know, it's such a nerd thing. You know, we, we, we brought it up earlier, but, you know, this music is really, when you're a diehard, you're a nerd uh, it, of it. And, um, you know, we're nerds and we've been proud nerds. And we were doing this live call-in show that was for called sure. 666 Live on Liquid Metal for a while. And that was cool, you know, when there was a topic. But sometimes it would just be sort of boring because there wouldn't be anything specific to talk about maybe. Or we would just talk to callers and then it was just sort of, you know, I don't know. It wasn't that exciting. But then when we added a game, like a trivia element to that show as a little segment to it, that's when the mood like it just got brighter you know the mood and it was just fun it got cooler and we had more fun doing it so then it became like why are we doing all this other stuff when we can just kind of do the fun stuff and so that's where it came from yeah. and then uh, of course like everything else on the station we name it after a metal song or an album from our metal heroes and in, into the trivia pit was was obvious and um we came up with that and then you know the boss said you know cool and let's do it and we were the very first 
game show on Sirius XM and uh, especially the first like ongoing regular game show. And there still isn't one that has been consistently on for years. You know, maybe shows, live shows have segments here and there, but nothing consistent as a game show. So, you know, we do get credit for it. Uh, there's uh, big engineers and stuff that are behind the scenes that are fans of the show because it's fun. It's raw and it's unlike anything else that happens on Sirius XM. So, you know, even people that aren't metalheads and kind of on the inner workings of the company, they're fans and, and they appreciate what it is because it's fun, man. That's great. And, and it's, um, you know, we try to make it hard and the riffs and the lyrics and the questions and, you know, there's so much. Yeah. But <laughs> it is hard to ask some of these questions because I think more of the questions that we have are on the harder side or medium the hard. So it depends on who we get, man. You, you've heard it's it's tough. Like, you know, that one episode where yeah. it was like an Aussie celebration and everything was getting, oh, everybody God. was getting everything wrong. I was like, oh my God, it was like, this is not happening right now, <laughs> is it? So I called I mean, in at the end of that episode. I think my record on my phone shows like seven times. I'm like, I know I can't be on the show anymore, but someone's got to do something like, yeah, <laughs> I called man, over yeah. like let me on. <laughs> It's tough. It's tough, yeah. man. So we're, I think we're, we're, you know, we're changing the, the, the time. It's going to be now live every Wednesday yeah. at 4 p.m. instead of 2 p.m. Eastern. So that's going to, I think, uh, more ears are going to be on it. It's a better time to listen. Uh, I think there'll be more participants, a different crop, because a lot of the people that we're calling up, I mean, you know, you have to be able to, to do it. I mean, if you're working, you're doing mm -hmm. something, you can't, you can't call up right. and it's hard. You have to focus on that shit. So, um, I think 4 p.m. Eastern is going to be a better time, and we'll see. I, we'll see what happens, man. But it's a lot of fun. We love doing it. Uh, the jizz gun, you know, we got in trouble for it, and then it became the caca gun. But I think the caca gun's even like way funnier, and, and I like oh, yeah, sure. I, I like that it's bilingual and shit too. You know, putting a little Latino spice on it. So yeah, man, we're just huge yeah. fans of the show. Doing it on Instagram for the eight months that we did it, that was a lot of fun too. That was fun. Yeah, and, and just just super freaking like off the cuff like we didn't know anything and it's just fun to kind of just do it raw and just to let let it just let it go you know we don't put a lot of thought into it maybe it would be a lot better if we did but it's fun <laughs> to keep it so just raw and organic and, and unrehearsed and we don't even know i don't even know questions until the game show starting you know so yeah sometimes i try to write yeah, things down and uh, I love the ones that you guys have sent over the years uh, that we get to our email into the trivia pit at SiriusXM.com. Those are great. But a lot of times those are super he hard too. And I ask these and then it's like, where'd you get these questions? Like, Fuck. I'm using the ones that came in, you know? Uh, but it is, yep. it's a lot of fun. And Sean's so great with that and all those sounds and how quick for he sure. is with that. It reminds me of what Fred Norris does for Howard, you know, it's like, he's just quick and knows what to do. And yep. I, I'm like amazed by some of the things like, Oh, he was fast. Oh, that's good. Like, you know, <laughs> my head is thinking of those things, but I can't really think of those and dwell on it. I have to just kind of keep going and keep focused and stuff. So, uh, but I hear all these great things. And, and Sean's awesome, man. So yeah, he's, he's a great partner yeah. to have. When it was on Instagram Live this summer, awesome that we all got to play along. And just, I think a lot of people actually became friends that way too and kind of created a network. I know me personally, I've, there's people I talk to all the time now that I had no idea who they were before that. So, I mean, it's just the metal community at work. It's awesome. Again, dude, anything to bring people together. I think yep. it's awesome. You know, whether it's a concert, a festival, a game show on Instagram or on the radio, like anything, it's it's just a good 
we need anything that's good news. We need we need feel good shit. So when we get it, it's good to to enjoy it, you know, and, and take time to enjoy it and to build something from it. It's good. It makes you feel good, just like this music, man. So yeah, awesome. I love it, man. We're it's not ever gonna stop. That's great. I love yeah, it. And my nerds my nerd story about it is um I think I uh, with my work truck a couple of years ago I got the free one year subscription thing and I was listening to it. I I remember the job site I was going to and what road I was on and I heard heard it start and I'm like a metal trivia show like this is everything I've ever dreamed about <laughs> <laughs> and I remember listening to him like holy shit this is awesome and I think that was probably an episode in the 40s somewhere and wow. a few weeks later I called up and or started calling up and eventually got on and I knew that whoever does the phones if you're a little clever they have a better chance of getting on so I don't know if you remember my name when I was first on no I don't remind me yeah, it was Jim from Sean's mom, Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, nice. That is a good one. See? Well, yeah, that is that's smart. You gotta you gotta be creative, man. Anything to stand out. I mean, that's how that's how life is, yeah. man. You got yep. anything that's gonna make you stand out, whether it's on paper and uh, you know, saying a different name, whatever it is, you gotta stand out in life. So fuck yeah, that's good. It's always cool hearing your name said on Liquid Metal 2, and I know I've Heard you say it a bunch. Sean has given me a few shout outs and Scotty and something fun that I did um, maybe a year or so ago. I mashed a few of them up. So I've got you three saying the name and I made it my wife's ringtone for when I call her. Oh, that's so, so fucking cool. Man. Yeah, so, so, so check this out. Our man, Jim Osborne. Jim Osborne. Jim Osborne. Jim Osborne. Is this the Jim Osborne? Oh my God, that is awesome! What? Whenever, whenever I call my wife, that's what her ring is. That is that's one of the coolest things I've ever like heard when it came to any of us shouting somebody out. That's the best, dude. I love that. Well, you get a you got a ton of shout-outs, dude. It's awesome. Probably one of the most ever, man. So it's good. And I appreciate every one of them. It's awesome. Oh, man. So it's all, that. dude. Again, it's a community. It's family, brother. You know how it is. I know other people are curious that I've talked to two about the Devil's Dozen. Wondering if you wouldn't mind talking about some of your process of how you put that together. Man, it's basically my favorite shit, you know? <laughs> uh, it's it's, it's, uh, it's um, cool stuff that needs to be heard. You know, I, I want it to be uh, current. You know, I don't want to have something in there forever. You know, I'm not talking about like, um, you know, a few months is fine, but just like all year, because some of this stuff dominates like Ozzy and Slipknot. If you're looking at breakdowns of streams and videos and sales of things, and I look at all these different figures uh, when I look at the spins and what, you know, are they reacting or do people care? Uh, is it too early for people to care? Uh, so I look at all that stuff, but if I were to really just go by uh, research, and, and data, I mean, Slipknot would be on top forever, you know, and Ozzy, and that would, there would be nobody right. else ever. Right. Yeah, so, um, you know, I mix it up and stuff and um, it's, it's, it's uh, stuff that I see on social. It's a combination of a lot of things, you know, um, like I was talking about streams and video streams and sales, digital sales, um, chatter, social media chatter. You know, I can see all that stuff. We have different tools that we, that SiriusXM pays for to see these different uh, metrics. And so it's a combination of that. And then it's also 
dude, I, you know, I want, I want, again, I, it can't be just the majors always in the top because then it would really ne- not do a lot because they're already big fans that are already established and they have a lot of love and support behind them and you know uh they'll be be, yeah and 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 they'll be on top of the devil's dozen if if it's right of course but you know it's also good to to highlight other bands independent bands smaller bands get them on there i know that list is important to a lot of people and that's really cool Mm -hmm. so i know that it's it's people bands really want to beyond that list mm-hmm. uh and that's something that a lot of these artists uh, aim for and i know that man so uh, i try to mix it up and, and play a, a nice mix of of new stuff that i think is really cool sounding on the channel getting great feedback you know something might uh not you know lower be lower on the countdown but if i see just so much you know not manufactured um social media posts but, you know, real stuff, you yep. know, things that are consistent, you know, because if a band says, hey, let Jose know that you're going to play us, then it's like, all right, dude, oh, okay. Uh, but if it's like, if it's, uh, you know, you know what's real and what's not real. And so, yeah, so that's how it is. But it, it's basically, yeah, it's it's up to me. I, I want it to be, you know, like a real countdown as well. Like, I won't have something at number one and then the next day it's just off the channel are off the, 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 the countdown because that's not, you know, it's a, there's a little old school tradition as well when it comes to putting that stuff together. Um, a little old school, a little new school, and then it's nice. It's a nice little combination. Yeah. So yeah, it, it works, man. It's a lot of fun. I love singing the intro. That's always a lot Yo. of fun, man. I always do that shit last minute yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, I'm cutting it closed and you know, I, I always just barely cut it, man, but it's always cool to, to not ever <laughs> try too hard you know um i'll think about it for a second and then i'll just boom let's do it and and, and then whatever comes out comes out you know good off timing bad hurting not hurting uh it's fun to do uh but it's i just want to bring excitement you know i want people to get excited about metal and you know i think that's a a real important thing that i need to do on the radio is with programming and and talking is exciting people getting people stoked to hear the next song you know if i played a bunch of underground independent metal back to back to back to back to back to back no one would really care that much they wouldn't um it's just it's it's fact um you just can't that's not going to be a popular metal station uh, the station that plays Metallica and Slayer and Pantera and Lamb of God, you know, and the big boy Slipknot, that, that's going to be, you know, and, and I'm not programming to um, people that are so tiny in our metal population. You know, we're, we have 37 million subscribers plus you know they they say two sets of ears per subscription it's a lot of freaking people listening to a to a a service and our metal station is is popular man so i can't sit there and make it underground and shoegazy and people drive off the road and no one cares dude because then it'll though it'll go down and then people be like what are you doing you know so you know it's 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 part of the excitement slipknot and then something heavy and new from frozen soul you know, and then come back and play Carcass and then something new from Plague Years and yeah. then come back and play, you know, Fear Factory into Testament and then and then play something new, you know, and then it's just easier to digest and to get all this good shit. It, well, it's a great way for us uh, with our music discovery. I mean, that's how we discover those those new bands that, you know what, give them some time and, and they may be the next big one. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of these bands are. 
you know, at that position already or will be. And yeah, dude, again, we're we're servicing all of Canada, all of the US for their metal needs. You know, like I can't I can't get too uppity with the metal. You know, and imagine if I was I've seen some of these year end charts for some like these online publications that sounds like what who listens what who are these bands like yes i get it i mean there's it, there's just what there's just what they love to not be mainstream and i get it they're like fuck that we don't need to support those those guys like <laughs> aussie lamb of God. who cares you know <laughs> right. uh, but it's like what and that's not the real world that's not so we try to, you know, I, I try to reflect the real world and I look at all this stuff and with programming, with the devil's dozen, with anything, you know, I'm trying to make sure that it's current, it's topical, it's timely, but then it's also timeless. And I just heard a song. I don't know if it was the first time you guys played it, but I know Sean played it last Thursday and was talking about it. Enforced Malignance. Yeah, that's another oh, new band right shit, there. That was Killer. awesome. That was Killer. so that's good. From- they're from Richmond, motherfucking Virginia, man. And uh, great band. Nice. I love of what I'm hearing. Uh, that song was just instantly, I was like, oh, this is going to be on Liquid Metal. And so they, they released another Devil's one Dozen, uh, before maybe? called Hemorrhage. <laughs> oh, of course, it was already on the Devil's Dozen. And um, there was another song that they released before that uh, I didn't feel was as strong. And sometimes, man, I got to understand, Chris and, and Jim, I get so many emails and so many texts and so many different people trying to send their music and on social media and everywhere, man. And it's a it's an it's a bombardment. I get it. So it is hard to filter through stuff. And if I hear something, you know, no, it's all good. If I hear something, it's just like, OK, yeah, that sounds cool. But is it worth, you know, 100 spins? Because if I add something to rotation, I'm, I'm going to dedicate a, like a hundred spins to it, you right. know? So that's a lot. That's a lot of, that's a lot, that's a lot of time. Yep. I remember I used to do a, 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 a metal show in Memphis, Tennessee. It was a two hour metal show at uh, midnight on Saturday nights. And it, so, I mean, just getting one spin on that show was a big deal for labels and bands and stuff like, dude, a hundred spins on liquid metal. <laughs> that's like a lot. Right. You know? So when we when we when we add something to rotation, I'm I'm saying this is this is co- cooler than good, so that I can feature in a rotation because there's a million songs, but there's you know I don't I, I can't play all those. I'm not a playlist, you know. I'm not a streaming service where they just add songs and they don't care. They just have all these playlists and they just keep on putting new songs on there. And it's just like simple. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, come this way. It's like one of those traffic cops, you know, hey, come this way, come over here, come over here, come over here. Hey, that's that's a cool, let's come over here, come over here. You know, but for us, we're curating, we're, we're, we're filtering, we're going through that process. And because we're also playing the catalog and everything in between, 50 years of metal is a lot to cover. Yeah. So, so yeah, man, it's, um, there's a lot that goes into it, but I, I love talking nerdy now to talking about this stuff. So this is what I oh, do every I, day, I, man. It's great for you to, to, to share that with us. And some of those, uh, you know, those are the questions that we always kind of have, like how that really works kind of behind the scenes. Yeah, dude, I know. And, and I don't, I don't see a lot of, I, I know social media, oh, man, social media is kind of crazy sometimes, good and bad. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm just, you know, just trying to, to do the best there is no exact formula uh there there is there is not an exact formula to any of that stuff to getting added to liquid metal to getting on the devil's dozen there isn't mm-hmm. it, it's just like 
you know? And do we miss stuff that's good? Yeah. And then we, you know, we play it. If we missed it, if it was good and I hear it later, all oh, this came out a few months ago, but fuck it. It's fucking good. It's going right. to be in a new category. Like that's fine. We do it all the time. It's better late than never in a lot of these cases. So, yeah. you know, we're just trying to do the best. There's a lot of music out there. Uh, we, we do have our favorites, <laughs> um, but, uh, but it's cool. To, it's cool to to, to play and, and to introduce, um, you know, new music yeah. uh, in between all the good stuff. That's awesome. And you know, when we do the same thing here, right, Jim? I mean, you know, we we go through new releases That's every true. week, and and uh, yeah, every now and then we're like, oh, this came out, you know, back in 2017, and I missed it, but it's freaking awesome. Like, yeah, <laughs> and it's new to you. Yeah, new so to me. That, yeah. So that's the same. See, sometimes I, I I get, see, I'm so close to it. I'm like, man, this came out in the beginning of 2019 is is this old now like yeah i play it but then i'm like if it's new to me it's probably new to most of the listeners too yeah so i can't like i can't get too caught up in that but i do sometimes sure you know i'm like oh that's old like ah because there's just so much new coming in it's not it's not a time where you get to stop and be like you know let me go back a year and see what ticket was see what came out a year ago. That's not that's not an option, right? Really, because it's just now, 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 and it keeps moving and it keeps moving forward and it just never stops. But that's good. And we've talked about that before too. How there's just so much out there. Even for you know, we're not obviously not programmers, and we stream a lot of stuff. And there's just so much stuff out there. It's hard to if you find something like you dedicate a lot of time to it, you get to know it. But there's other things that aren't you don't quite like quite that much. You like it and then you go to something else and then, oh, what the hell was that? And you don't get as familiar with it. I yeah, still it's, love it's, it. It's all out there. It's hard for me to, to sit with an album and enjoy it for months. Like, uh, you know, back when we used to be able to do that, but I, I haven't had that luxury in, in a very long time. And, you know, the albums that I listen to, um, like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. You got shower albums now. I heard you talking about I that. I do, I do. And that's, I was just, yeah, that is a, as the thing that I do now, uh, I'll play an old album in the shower. At least that gives me a little bit of time to hear something. Like I've been throwing, a Nothing Face has been in my rotation uh, and I've been going through some old Nothing Face albums and it just sounds so cool. So uh, Killer Be Killed was a shower <laughs> album, uh, but that wasn't an, yeah. uh, an old one. That was the new one. I love, that's my favorite album of 2020. Um, oh, wow is is reluctant hero and so that yeah i mean that whole thing is just i love listening to it so some albums i'll spend time with some albums i'll hear once twice through and and that's all i can kind of really dedicate to it besides listening to what i play on liquid metal sure so um it's sometimes it's it's just always moving man it's always like what else but um yeah the killer we killed is uh, was for a while a nice shower album and then i started going to the old shit one of our early episodes we had a quick segment where if we could travel back in time and go to any show and the one i chose is one that you were actually at i believe you were at the metallica 30th anniversary show at the fillmore in san francisco the four nights how awesome was that so the question is you would you weren't there so you'd want to go to that Let's go back yeah. in time and go to that one man uh i went to nights three and four uh with my friends uh mike and Artie, and uh it was it was surreal and it was just crazy to be at this small venue uh, the Fillmore in, in San Francisco and being there watching Metallica uh, with like super, super, super fans from all over the world and their family and friends and yeah. relatives. And I mean, it was just crazy. All the different band members that were there just to root them on and 
it, it was um, incredible being there, um, seeing Dave Mustaine get up on stage, you know, and Ozzy oh, come out and Rob Halford come out. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> it's just what? Jason Newstead? Surreal. Uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine. What? What? And then they had a bunch of all the like all basically all the members, living members of Metallica that were ever a part of the band got up and did a big jam with yeah. them, too. So that was just like, what? What? You know, and, and it was just so small. I got a concussion there. Oh, my God. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> hurt. But um, I fell on the back of my head during Fade to Black. I was the first and only crowd surfer of the night because oh. it was such an intimate show. And it was like. These are, weren't the type of people to crowd surf, you know sure. what I mean? These are people that, you know, paid a, a good ticket price and were lucky to get those tickets. So, you know, it wasn't a normal show. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you can tell uh, that it was an older audience. Uh, it was diehards and people that were really, I guess, their family and friends is really what it was. So it wasn't all these kids that were trying to start up shit in the pit. You know, nobody was really pitting. Uh, they were just there enjoying the show. So like a dumbass, I was like, oh, I'm going to fucking crowd surf. <laughs> and so I crowd surfed during Fade to Black. And I was going uh, back and forth for a while. James pointed at me, smiled real big. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And I was going back and forth. like kind of like they, they, were, they were keeping me up there for a while. And then all of a sudden, I just fell. There was nobody just had my, my upper back part. And I just fell back straight bounced on the back of my head oh. and um oh man it, it nice. gave it, i was dizzy for for two days wow. at least dizzy headache uh advils nothing would help it was just like what did what? you uh did you lose consciousness what? when you hit your head or not uh, yeah i mean i blacked out yeah blacked out for i mean a, a, a quick second i sure. mean i got yeah. back up and i was just like oh hey and then they're like you're all right you're all right I'm like, yeah man all right you know i was trying to be cool but i wasn't I, I was I was right. I was like hurting and um, I I was confused. Uh, it was embarrassing. Uh, I remember uh, talking to James Hetfield after. No no no. The next day, uh, I talked to James and I was still dizzy hmm. uh, and and I was like weirded out. And it was it, I definitely got a concussion. Hey so. hey Jose, will you be careful? You're the only metal ambassador yeah. we have. I know, man. Sometimes <laughs> I get a little rowdy, man. Um, and I just want to, I want to feel the music and yep. I want to do cool things like when I did when I was younger, man. But, you know, the Slay the last Slayer show, I busted my nose open and bleeding <laughs> everywhere. So at the Hell Yeah show I in LA, even. I busted my head open when I, I head banged against uh, Chad's like um, riser where he stands. And I busted my head open and I was bleeding and I gave my, I think I gave myself a concussion because I was super <laughs> dizzy. Um, yeah, man. So I know well, that was the last time I hurt I myself. I can't even headbang so. anymore. <laughs> I oh, can't even yeah. headbang anymore because I get vertigo. Yeah, well, that's that's that happens too, man. Yeah, of course. Sucks. Um, yeah, it sucks getting old, but we got to keep doing it, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Power through. Yeah, we can't right. give up. We can't give up. We just got to work harder. <laughs> Switch gears a bit here, but I heard you mention earlier Memphis and it made me think of something. I know you live there and have you ever heard of the West Memphis three or have you paid attention to it? Of course. Yeah. I interviewed Damien yeah. Nichols. Uh, he really? did a takeover on, um, I'm not sure if we were liquid metal at the time or if it was heart attack. I want to say liquid metal, but yeah, Damien Nichols came oh, up man. twice. I've done stuff with him on our metal station. Uh, very cool. Um, 
yeah, I was, I was, I was aware of all that stuff. And, you know, metal got really got behind that as well. I remember there was a, sure. a soundtrack that came out um, that I remember Zayo being, or no, Zayo did a, a song called free the three, but there was a soundtrack and I don't remember who was on it, but um, yeah, man. Um, I don't know all details, but what, what were you going to ask about it? No, just curious if you're aware of it because I know it's oh, kind of got yeah. a lot of metal undertones and stuff. And oh, so of course, for people that yeah. aren't really aware of it, it's back in the early '90s. There was three eight-year-old boys murdered in West Memphis, Arkansas, and it was like the end of the '80s satanic panic stuff. And they started pointing fingers at the kids wearing Metallica shirts, and they were into the occult and stuff, and how they were arrested for the crimes and awful story. So. And they went to and jail for Metallica years. Yeah. Wrong, wrongful jail. Yeah. And then in the documentary Paradise Lost, uh, Metallica let yep. them use music for free, right? Yeah, awesome. that's a huge yeah, deal. That's publishing, story, so. publishing costs so much money. And um, Metallica totally let them do what they were going to do. So I love that. You had mentioned a couple years ago, like what, Paradise City, that TV show spinoff of the movie yeah. American Satan. Is there any update on that? Is that still? Yeah, that's it's going to be on Amazon Prime in in March. Oh, nice. cool! No yeah. shit. So yeah, it's nice. uh, Amazon Prime. It's been announced. I think the trailer got like millions and bajillions of views, and uh, it's crazy. There's a lot of high-profile badasses in Paradise City, and uh, I, I think I'm going to be in episode one. In the big, if it's still nice. what I think I'm in the beginning of episode one. Uh, I play myself. I'm in a couple, I'm, I'm in the background of one episode. I'm in one episode, I think it's in the beginning. And then I'm doing a, an interview with the band um, in another episode. Nice. And it was really cool being a part of that. I had a great time. They, sh they shot this, uh, my parts were shot like in the overnight hours, 3.30 in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, which was really kind of weird and crazy because I was getting tired, you know? And I was just like in the trailer, like, <laughs> wake up like you know like oh my god like remember what you got remember your lines wake up remember your lines uh but it was and randy so was in you, it or isn't it are you playing a dj or are you playing yourself i'm playing uh, myself like an interviewer um like the first i know one of the scenes i'm like a newscaster guy or like doing a music report on the streets of hollywood and then i'm interviewing the band inside some studio um yeah, and for Sirius XM, I think I'm. I think I say Sirius XM. Oh wow! I I said it. I said it on purpose so <laughs> that they can hopefully use it. That's awesome. I mean, I, unless they edit that part out, but I mean, I hope not because it's supposed to be yeah, also like on the radio too. Because I think there's a scene where they're hearing me do the interview, and it fa it goes to another scene, and then it comes back to the interview. So I, I've seen some edits because I had to do a, a voiceovers. Oh, uh, got for it. it. After I after I did the the actual filming, I had to go back like a while later, uh, maybe a a year or a year or so later, and then that's when I was able to see the scene. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it's an honor to be a part of it, man. I, I can't wait for it to come out. Amazon Prime in March. It's a continuation of that movie, like you said, American Satan, which I was a big fan of, and this just is a yeah. continuation <laughs> of that story with that's Johnny great. and and everything that's happening happening to him and the band. So um, it's really it's really cool. I'm excited. Ash from Sumerian is the dude behind it, and uh, his dad was the director, uh, John Albertson, who did Karate Kid, Rocky, and so many other movies. So uh, Ash is um, 
and got some of that talent in his DNA as well. So he's doing a great job with this man. So yeah, big announcement, Amazon Prime in March. Cool. Nice, and I cannot wait to see Jose Mangan play Jose Mangan. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I want to do more of that stuff, man. I think it's it's easy for me. Um, I love it. It doesn't bother me. You know, camera stuff, I've done a lot of TV stuff. It's it's easy. Like, I, I want to do more of that. I, you know, it's not it's not, it's not not hard. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. But it's kind of cool just to kind of hang here at the house, too, with the kids, you know, during this whole crazy-ass time. Yep. yep, and a word of advice if you're going to – Watch American Satan. Don't do it on an airplane next to your ten-year-old daughter. That's right. Yeah, not, there's not a safe. lot of boobies. It's watched, very sexy. Yes. Yep, I was watching it on my phone when I was actually flying down to San Diego when we had met, and the first when the first scene comes on, I'm like, oh shit! So yeah. I spent the next hour and a half whatever at the phone, like buried between my knees, where only yeah. I could see it. Not safe for little children. <laughs> yes. Well, it's kind of weird. I mean, I just showed um, on Christmas Eve, I uh, had the whole family watch Silent Night, Deadly Night. And there's all nice. those like, rape scenes and there's <laughs> boobies all over. And then it was Christmas Eve and I was with my family and we were like, my daughters were like, Dad, what are you making us watch? <laughs> you know, so yeah. Santa Claus yeah. rapes the mom, you know, right, right in the beginning. So it's like, rips her shirt off and her boobs are hanging out. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember now how this starts. What do you think is kind of the next thing? Like, what do you think, you know, as far as bands, or what do you think the next thing in metal will be? I mean, I know we're a constant. Metal's not going away. But what, what, I guess I want to I hear Jose's opinion on where he thinks we're going. Well, I can only be optimistic and hopeful in these answers, but I really think that metal incorporating into different cultural groups is what's going to really be a, a, another avenue for metal to expand. You know, with like kind of like with Alien Weaponry and and I, I like Bloody Wood from India. Uh, India, they're really awesome and they're unique and they sound like they're from somebody somewhere else. I really like that band Semicon from Mexico, you know, the Aztec oh, yeah. core metal, you know, well. that's like, yeah, it's like, what is this? You know, I really look forward to the, hopefully some band trying to do, you know, Latino music and metal. I pray for it. I, I beg for it to happen because they'll have an outlet on liquid metal. Um, I, I want to feature that kind of stuff, man, but nobody's playing stuff like what Puya played 20 yeah. years ago. Nope. Nobody's doing it. Nobody's right. doing it. Nobody. There's not one band that's playing metal and like Puerto Rican mountain music, traditional sounds, or even mariachi and metal. I love what Cerberus did with tequila. You know, I think that that's, that's a real big step in the right direction. I'm a big fan of that song. And I think there should be more. And I think there can be more. And I think if we stop having these, these limitations on, on the music I, or, or, bands and, and labels and people are like, well, where where is this going to get played? This is just too crazy. Well, we'll fucking play, yeah. you know, and and, 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 and then yeah. hopefully other, you know, uh, stuff happens for the band. But, you know, that's the thing. I think people are just like, where is where what can we do with mariachi metal? You know, uh, what where's the where's the, the, the audience for that? You got to make it. Yeah. You know, you got to like you got to yeah. pave your own way. And I, I really think that a lot of bands can still incorporate traditional sounds from from them. So this is more of a global metal initiative than just something from the States, 
you know, because yeah. there's always going to be great music coming from America. But fuck, dude, you know, I just I want to see I, I'd like to see other stuff coming yeah. in. I love to hear, you know, what Bone Crew is doing. I know people hate that shit, mm -hmm. uh, but I like <laughs> it a lot. Uh, the trap metal where it's just like heavy and then it's just this, this rapping stuff and it, it kind of goes back. It's like, it's like from one extreme to the next, like super heavy and then it's just super rappy. I like that stuff, man. It's it's so different. It's like a, a shock to the system. Sure. Purists aren't gonna like that. I know, you know, old school, you know, metalheads are this. They, they, I, I hear it from them. They're like, that's garbage, you know. But then to <laughs> me, you know, I I, th I don't think so. I think it's I think it's part of what what this music it is and what yeah. it can be. And we need to just showcase all of that from sure. Moonspell into into the Bone Crew, into Within Temptation, into Spirit Box. Yeah. Like we're going all over the place, but that's what it's gonna be. It just can't be a lot of rehashed stuff right. all the time because yep. that's cool, but yeah. that's not gonna, that's not gonna, that's right. not gonna do it. Alien Weaponry, they got signed to Rick Sales Entertainment Group which is the company that manages Slayer, mm -hmm. you know, and Gojira and Ghost and Mastodon, you right. know, and they were like alien weaponry. We want those guys, yep. you know, because they have something unique and fresh about them, you know, doing the whole New Zealand traditional sounds and they're dancing and they're, you know, like that's fucking yeah. cool. Do you remember, so, uh, do you remember a band yeah. uh, Overdose? Of, of course Overdose. I remember I mean, Overdose. Do, do, they're from, they're a Latino band from, um, Colombia or where are they from? Uh, yeah, overdose? Yeah, I I can't remember. Like I don't know if it was, but they they incorporated a lot of like their, like the native like drums and stuff like that, and it was just really cool how they integrated that with the that was a good metal around sound. the time that Sepultura was doing that too. Yep. They came they came a little after Sepultura, so I think Igor um, was already <laughs> laying down that beat, right? And I I remember Overdose coming out after Sepultura, yeah. but maybe there were some uh previous i'm not too familiar with overdose i think i have a couple of songs in the system sure. haven't played forever from them uh but yeah again dude we need more of that yep you know and that was a while ago dude you're talking Chris, was, that was a long time ago it was 20 years so, ago <laughs> yeah you know like come on yeah like, i think there's just so much there's a lot there's a lot out there two weeks ago we kind of did a global thing and we yeah. talked about the big four thrash bands from china Yep. Wow. And, yeah, it was crazy. Oh, man, that was amazing. I mean, it's so it's all thrash. I mean, it's the style of music's been around forever, but just hearing it's a lot of it's sung in Chinese and just their take on it. It's, it's amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. See, that's that's where we're gonna grow, and I think Liquid Metal is a hub for that, and it's always been so inclusive of uh, global sounds of metal since the very beginning. Uh, maybe it's because there's a Mexican-American <laughs> in go. charge of it, uh, but I always <laughs> want to make sure that it's, you know, it's, it's, it's multicultural. You know, the station metal, that's what it is, and that's, that's a beautiful part of it. You know, uh, other types of music don't have this type of connectivity to all types of sure. people and races and, and groups i mean metal is one of the most primitive forms of it and i just think that it's such a beautiful thing when i when i hear an alien weaponry you know doing some shit that their uh ancestors you know yeah. taught their uh relatives and stuff yep. so that's that's the that's the kind of stuff that's gonna be cool and, and and move the needle and become when it's personal man when it's personal you know, because a lot of times these yeah. Spanish bands or these bands from these countries, they just want to sound like American bands. 
and yeah. it doesn't it's just like ah oh, man you're from brazil but like like sound like it you know in yeah. my head is what i'm saying yeah like, let me see where it doesn't sound like you're from brazil your name is but i i don't know who, that doesn't sound like from brazil it sounds just like everything else right so you know, I, I, I'm always looking out for, for unique sounds and stuff that's going to add some great sonic diversity to liquid metal. And, Ooh, um, dude, that's the name of that, my next band, Sonic Diversity. There you go. It's a fucking good one. <laughs> Make sure there's not a band like that. It sounds like there might be. <laughs> we don't play them if there is, if there is but we don't, we don't have them in rotation. In your head right now, name that riff. There's got to be a riff going through your head. Oh, whoa. Time. In my... Uh, <laughs> uh, Man, I uh, in my head, in my well, uh, what is that? Yes, what song? Yes, sir. There you go. Nice one. That was in my head, but I was actually just looking at the octane screen, and I I saw Sound of Madness from Shine Down because it's on right now. So I I that was the song I was thinking of in my head when you asked that question. I was like, oh oh oh, and then I, I fried, and then I went. I was like, no no metal, and then and that and then black. That's that riff blasted in my head. Jose, I want to thank you so much for your time today. It was it was really fun having you. Uh, we really appreciate. Uh, you coming on the show. Sure, I want to thank everyone else for listening. Um, please go leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. You can always reach out to us. We want to hear from you. Make sure you contact us at thethrashreport at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on our Facebook page. And don't forget, we're on social at Instagram and Twitter at Thrash Report. I want to thank you all for listening. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next time on The Thrash Report.